With Montana News, I'm Erica Zurich. Fire danger in Yellowstone National Park is now listed at very high, and Stage 1 fire restrictions are in place. Yellowstone Public Radio's Kay Erickson has the details. It's hot and dry in Yellowstone. That's the message Park Fire Management Officer John Cataldo gave during a Facebook Live event Thursday morning. Fires are going to start easily if we're careless or if we get lightning. Um, and we expect them to spread pretty readily under most conditions that we'll have during the day here. Catalo says federal policy requires all human-caused fire to be suppressed. So far this year, there has only been one lightning-caused fire. It was quickly extinguished early in the season because of location. So we're kind of in a posture uh, currently of suppressing new fire starts if we, if we get any, because it's going to be a long, a long marathon of a summer. Yellowstone is under Stage 1 fire restrictions, prohibiting any backcountry wood campfires or smoking in the backcountry or on all trails. Campfires are permitted in designated fire rings in the 11 developed campgrounds in the park. Catalo says fireworks are banned in the park and on all federal land, including national forests and Bureau of Land Management land. Park officials remind visitors that negligently started wildfires may result in fines and or imprisonment. I'm Kay Erickson with Yellowstone Public Radio News. A Democrat and Republican have joined the race for Montana's new U.S. House seat. It's the first time in 30 years the state will send two representatives to Congress. MTPR's Shaley Rager reports. Republican Al Olszewski, an orthopedic surgeon from the Flathead Valley, was a state lawmaker for three sessions. He's run unsuccessfully for the U.S. Senate and the Montana governor's office. Democratic Representative Lori Bishop, director of the Montana After School Alliance from Livingston, has also been a lawmaker for three sessions. The candidates join former Republican Congressman and Secretary of the Interior Ryan Zinke in the race for Montana's new congressional seat. The district they're vying to represent has yet to be drawn. Montanans will elect two representatives in 2022 to serve in the U.S. House for the first time in decades. The state gained a seat after seeing a 10 percent increase in population over the last 10 years. Republican Representative Matt Rosendale is the state's current lone representative. I'm Shaley Rager, Montana Public Radio News. A bipartisan group of 21 Northwest lawmakers from Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and Montana called on President Joe Biden to prioritize a long-running effort to renegotiate a 60-year-old treaty that governs how the United States and Canada share the waters of the Columbia River Basin. The Spokesman Review reports efforts to revise the treaty began in 2013 amid concerns over salmon runs, flood risk, and electricity the U.S. sends to Canada. Two candidates have announced they are entering the race for the second U.S. House seat that was awarded to Montana earlier this year. Democratic state lawmaker Lori Bishop said Thursday she plans to focus her campaign on increasing access to child care and affordable housing, strengthening mental health services, and protecting public lands. Republican Al Elshevsky is a self-titled Trump conservative and announced a platform of opposing abortion rights, protecting the U.S. Constitution, and access to public lands and developing natural resources. Montana got a second U.S. House seat based on the state's population from U.S. Census results. The election is slated for November 2022. 
Montana's congressional delegation is asking the Biden administration to help farmers deal with these extreme drought conditions as the state heats up. MTPR's Freddie Monaris reports Republicans Matt Rosendale and Steve Daines have one idea on how to handle it. Democrat John Tester has another. Ray Honeycutt with the Montana Stock Growers Association says the drought is threatening the livelihood of ranching families in rural areas across Montana. Uh, it's really uh, a devastating um, aspect for ranching operations across the state. Her comments come after Representative Matt Rosendale and Senator Steve Daines sent a letter to Interior Secretary Deb Holland Wednesday urging her office to open emergency grazing within central Montana's Charles M. Russell Wildlife Refuge. Senator John Tester sent a separate letter to U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Thomas Vilsack asking his office authorize emergency hang and grazing on conservation easements on rancher-owned lands. Kit Fisher with the National Wildlife Federation says a congressional delegation should be working toward long-term solutions, noting this likely isn't the last dry summer in Montana. He says Danes and Rosendale's proposal is not appropriate since the refuge is also experiencing the drought. Fisher says Tester's proposal is a short-term solution, but it shows flexibility. It's not optimal, but I think everybody has to be flexible uh, in situations like this. Tester's asking the Agriculture Secretary to allow ranchers' livestock to hay and graze on Conservation Reserve program lands. As of April, there were more than 2,000 farms in Montana, accounting for nearly 800,000 acres of land conserved using the program meant to improve water quality, prevent soil erosion, and reduce loss of wildlife habitat. More than 30 counties in the state have surpassed drought triggers that allow farmers to access those easements, but the USDA doesn't allow that to happen during nesting season, which ends July 15th. Governor Greg Gianforte Thursday issued an executive order declaring a statewide drought emergency. I'm Freddie Monadas, Montana Public Radio News. This is Montana Public Radio.